So you don't have the physical coordination necessary to keep up with a Zumba session. You can't catch a ball to save your life. Well, there goes team sports. Running hurts and weights are just too macho. So how do you stay healthy? What form of exercise is right for you? This is Signs of the Times Radio with Kent Kingston. It's great to have joining me via Zoom one of our authors from the June magazine, and that is Ashley Stanton. How are you, Ashley? Yeah, not too bad today, Ken. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Excellent. You've written a really um, interesting article for us in this month's magazine, the, the June issue, entitled, I Joined a Gym and Never Looked Back. But the way you kick off the article really fascinated me because you, well, I could actually relate to it quite strongly, to tell you the truth, because you confess that you're really not a runner. And I have to say, yeah, me too. My, my hand's up here. Not a runner. So let's commiserate with one another for, for a moment. Why why doesn't running work for you? Yeah, I think it's just the m- monotonous nature of it. You're just running and seemingly for no purpose. So I I don't know. I feel like whenever people think they get on their health kick and they're like, I'm going to start exercising again, the number one go-to is running. And it just, I've done that so many times. I've tried that approach so many times and it just does not work for me. I get so bored. I hate it, especially if I can hear the sound of my own breathing. It's the worst. (laughs) Yeah, just so not for me. That's really interesting because I have a sense that your issue is probably opposite to my issue. It's too hard and I get puffed and my lungs hurt. I just run out of energy and I would just so much rather be on a couch reading a book. Well, it all depends if there are hills or not. If there are hills, tap out. I just don't even bother. I I used to plan my routes around where it was the flattest. So, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and I have to admit, I did have some childhood asthma that sort of kicked in and I was like, yes, this is awesome. Because it would it would kick in when I was exercising and, you know, running or going on a brisk walk or whatever. So I then had this really convenient excuse, you know, that, you know, you can imagine me, you know, nerdy little kid with glasses, you know, I've got asthma, I can't run, you know. <laughs> so, but it's like medical. So guys, you can't push me into doing it. So I guess I have to sit this one out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, sorry, can't. Yeah. Not all the teachers bought it, I have to confess, but <laughs> it's a it's an issue. So have you been a, a bit promiscuous when it comes to exercise? Have you sort of tried a little bit of this, bit of that, bit bit of a, a casual experimenter? Yes, definitely. Interesting way of phrasing it. Thanks for that. <laughs> Throughout my time as a, a young adult, if you will. Yeah, I went between trying to go for that run to getting my first gym membership when I was 21. (laughs) And I discovered actually the gym membership wasn't too bad. If they had classes going, I would be quite inclined to go along to their classes. But if it was just a matter of walk in and do your own thing, it was like, cool, maybe I just won't go to the gym for this whole week. Gave team sports a try. And (laughs) actually, I did really enjoy that one as well. But it's difficult 
to find a team, difficult to find a sport, difficult to sort of slot yourself in. And they have seasons, so it's not ongoing. You sort of play for this period of time, maybe once a week, twice a week maybe, and that's it. So, yeah, was really actively looking for something to fill that active component of my life Mm -hmm. and just couldn't hit it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's interesting what you say about sports teams because you're right. I mean, you've not only do you have to find a sport you enjoy, it also, uh, you know, you want it to be with people who are at a similar level to you. So that, oh, 100%. You know, so, so that they're not just like running all over you. But on the other hand, you're not going, oh, come on, hurry up. But obviously you, you want people who will push you a little bit, you know, so, yeah. But then it's also got to be at a time of the week and a time of day that's convenient for you. I mean, those are a lot of boxes to tick. Yes. <laughs> and naturally, I I did actually try signing up as a single person, trying to find a team that would suit me. So you can sign up with a team or you can sign up as an individual. And I tried that approach and just couldn't find a team the season got cancelled. I tried to go for netball. I tried to sign up to play netball with a team of literal randoms that I had never met before because I was that desperate to just have a bit of social playing. I wasn't competitive. It was social because I'm not that good. But yeah, that fell through and it just got to the point where I was like, what can I do to get my body moving? Because nothing is working right now. Yeah, wow. So, you, in your article, you you say, Ashley, that you ended up with these classes at, at a gym, F45, is that right? Yes, that's correct. And so, F45 stands for functional 45, so the 45 mm. indicating 45 minutes. So, mm. it's a 45-minute class that's aimed around functional fitness, and it's often referred to as a HIT class, so high intensity interval training okay h-i-i-t hit okay yes. all right and 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 what is functional fitness can you explain that yeah so it's a bit more of a instead of just lifting weights for the sake of getting ripped or getting big or lifting weights it's <laughs> aim is sort of to look at what typical activities would you expect to be doing in your life and how can we work your strength towards that? The first time I really noticed it taking effect was when I helped my brother-in-law move house Mm -hmm. and I was having to lift really obscure items, walk for, I mean, not hugely long, but from the truck to the place where you wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. And I noticed, oh, okay, I get the functional side of this. Like this is when it's really kicking in and you would need that sort of assistance. Right, right. So it's, it it is, so it does involve weightlifting. It does, yes. It, it does involve what some stretching sort of elasticity stuff and it also involves some cardio. I imagine like a bit of a combo of all three. So not so much on the stretching and elasticity, unfortunately, <laughs> which is definitely something that I'm only now recently because of COVID and the lockdown that I've been trying to pursue. Just like, oh, maybe I'll take some time to stretch out, get a bit more flexible. But they alternate on which days are cardio focused and which days are resistance or strength based focused. Mm -hmm. So, depending on which day you go, depends on, you'll know what sort of class you're in for. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's really fascinating. So, Ashley, do you, I, I have to ask you a very uh, serious question here, which you may need to confess uh, the answer to. This F45 thing, look, I've never heard of it before. I, I have to confess, <laughs> is this another fitness trend? 
Look, I remember the 80s. You probably weren't even born in the 80s. but I remember, No, I was not. <laughs> yeah. I remember the 80s when the new buzzwords were jogging and aerobics. And, you know, there was like leg warmers and Olivia Newton-John, you know, with, in a headband singing Let's Get Physical and all, all that sort of stuff. Very uh, inspirational. Yeah, yeah. Then later on it was Zumba. You know, Zumba was the big thing. And Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, before that there was boxer size, there was step. More recently, CrossFit has been the thing. And now, it, I mean, is, F45, is F- F45 the new CrossFit? Just be honest with me. Is, is this a trendy thing that you've just been sucked into? I, I definitely would say it has ridden on the back of CrossFit, (laughs) as in I think I don't actually know how long it has been around, to be honest, Mm -hmm. but I know our gym has been there for a couple of years, three or four years, but definitely a 45 is you could almost say cult-like in its following, in in the people that go along to it. Lots of people discuss that they get addicted to it and, yeah. So it sort of gets its niche following and those people just become the biggest advocates for it. I mean, addicted is a pretty strong word, Ashley. How how is it that people get addicted to F45? What what is it about it that sort of grabs people and keeps them coming back? I have actually spent a lot of time trying to figure this out because I was like, what is it about this form of exercise that has really engaged me, that has really snagged me, that all of the things that I had previously tried hadn't been able to do? Mm. And I think it's a combination of things. I think it is the fact that the workouts are never the same. So even though you will alternate between cardio resistance, the layout of the workout So how long you're working, how long you're resting, what exercises you're doing, that always changes every time you go into the studio. So it's always something different. I think it's the energy. They always have music pumping. The instructors are very, like the trainers are very engaged. So they'll keep you encouraged, but not in a like boot camp, doom and gloom sort of way in an encouraging, uplifting way. Right. Okay. So, they, they, they don't yell at you and call your names and tell you you're, you're a lazy pig or whatever. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, if you've been there for a while and you have good rapport with them, they might be like, come on, Ashley, you can do better than that. But it's never degrading. And the the other thing is just everyone is in there working out together. So, there's some their little slogan is team training, life changing. And there is something about working out with other people who are all experiencing the same pain as you <laughs> in that one 45 beautiful minute session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I guess the 45 minute session in itself, that would be an attraction because it is sort of like short, sharp, effective, you know, done. You can fit it into a busy life. Yeah, it's a get, out, get in, get out, work really hard for that period that you are there, but then you're done. So mm-hmm. it, it does slot very easily into your life whereas in sometimes running to get any benefit you have to go for hours <laughs> yeah 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 i guess we need to come to the current situation and that's that gyms have been closed for you know several weeks now so are you in withdrawal from your your um f45 addiction like what's what's how am i not finding you curled up in the corner of the room shivering saying, where's my F45? Where's the F45? I'm having withdrawals. No, I was actually shattered when gyms shut because 
it, it is the bright spot in every day, being able to go get out of the house, exercise. And so when they shut, I was devastated. But very, very quickly, like the next day, so all gym shut on a Monday and the very next day by Tuesday, my gym was actually running Zoom classes. Oh. So not as exciting as being in studio with everyone else, but they were doing them all via Zoom. So you would log into the Zoom meeting you would have the instructor who was watching you all on the little screen and they had to obviously modify a lot of exercises because they didn't have the equipment that they usually have in the gym. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it became body weight exercises. So, you know, like your squats, your lunges, your burpees, all the sorts of things that you can just do by yourself without any equipment. So, yeah, that was the new normal for a couple of months. And then... Just last month in May, they actually launched when the restrictions in New South Wales got eased a little bit and you could have up to 10 people working out outside. They actually launched a boot camp style sort of gym session thing. So, F45 in the park. Yeah. So, now we've been going to the parks to do our workouts. So, again, similar structure, but because of that, they're actually able to bring along a bit more equipment. So, it's less squats all day, every day, and a bit more variety, which has been very nice. (laughs) Okay. So, slowly transitioning back to normal. Yeah, which has been great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Hey, and uh, are you enjoying that sort of you know, park, outdoor environment for exercise. I mean, I, I ask because in this uh, month's Science of the Times magazine, the article after yours is actually mm. uh, focusing on exercising outdoors and the benefits of, of doing that. I'm, I'm wondering if, you know, perhaps you're appreciating that, I don't know, that extra fresh air, that extra sort of sense of room and space, or, or if you prefer to be sort of crowded in a sweaty, intense <laughs> sort of environment in, in a room with, with people. How, how's that going for you? It's definitely got its advantages and disadvantages. I do appreciate the fresh air. The disadvantage is that that fresh air is very fresh. It is very, it's getting chilly. (laughs) So we don't have the climate control of being indoors. But it is nice to just be out in the open, to be exercising in nature, which we don't get in studio. So that is a nice adjustment, a nice little change. And yeah, I'm here for it while it's standard so <laughs> <laughs> yeah look fair, fair enough you say some really interesting things in your article i mean i know that you know we do we go to the gym we come up with some exercise regime in order to improve our fitness you know our cardiovascular fitness and and stuff like that you know they doctors say it's good for us blah 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 but you you actually unpack that a bit more it's more than just being able to lift heavier weights or being able to sort of go you know, run faster or longer, you know, without getting puffed. There's a real holistic sort of benefit to physical exercise that, that you unpack there. Can you just, just talk about that? Sure. <laughs> yeah. So I suppose one of the questions that we've really been challenged to ask ourselves recently around our exercise is what is your goal and why? Mm. And we're really looking at the why, why is it important that you are doing this? Is it just because you want an aesthetically pleasing body? Is it because you want to be able to lift heavier? Or is it actually because it goes a bit deeper for that? For me, it definitely also came back to my mental health. There is something really positive to be said about engaging in exercise, getting those endorphins going and just having that sort of release. But it's all, it also goes back to it's not healthy to just be sedentary 
all mm. the time to just be sitting. And I think especially for me, I'm, I work in an office. I sit at a desk all day mm-hmm. and if I got to the end of the day and didn't do any sort of exercise, I'd be lucky to have 3,000 steps, which, I mean, is less about the steps and more just to prove that I'm not actually doing anything. I'm not engaging my body. And one thing that I didn't touch on the article, but you're welcome to have here, is I have had a bit of an issue with my knee. I've had to be seeing a physio for my knee. And just because it's not the greatest, it's not hugely strong. And I've been having issues with it clicking when it shouldn't be. And part of that was actually identified. Part of the reason was that my glutes are lazy. I have what they call lazy glutes. Right. So, so, so just, so glutes is the muscle that's the, the back of your thigh up, up yeah, to your butt. Yeah. Your buttocks area. Yeah. Yep. And that's just not engaged for me because I spend so much time sitting down. Because my body is not standing, those muscles, even if you don't feel like you're engaging muscles, you are engaging muscles when you do simple things like standing, walking, moving. When you're sitting or just still all the time, those muscles don't have a need to be engaged. And so they don't. And so then when I did start picking up and doing exercise again, all of a sudden my body was like, oh my goodness, what is happening here? And I started to get knee problems because those glutes had just stopped doing what they were supposed to be doing. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, but gently you've, you've managed to get that, like that muscle group sort of going again. And yeah, it's been a whole process. <laughs> yeah. It has been a whole process. And it also relied on the fact that my foot was rolling in. So oh, wow. there was that layer as well, but I've been working with my physio to do my exercises and seeing a podiatrist to get some orthotics. And with that combination, we're we're back. <laughs> right. So the so so the knee's a lot better. It's yeah, it's getting there. So I got my orthotics towards the end of May and mm-hmm. yeah, so that's good. I will I'll be interested to hear hear how that goes over more time. But you you mentioned your mental health there. So do, mm. do you feel a difference in in your mood and in your attitudes if you, you know, are unable or choose not to exercise, you know, for a period of time? Yeah, so I think that is kind of two parts. Mm. There is the part, the actual process of exercising and the benefits you get from that in terms of moving your body, having the endorphins release and all of that. But then there is also the other side of exercising and that's feeling like that's the mental game, feeling like you've achieved something, Mm -hmm. feeling like you've actually ticked something off and you can feel good about it. Like, oh, I just did a workout. I feel really good about that. If you're not doing a workout, for me anyway, it was I'm not getting those endorphins released. I'm not moving my body and I'm not getting that buzz, Mm. but I'm also not feeling like I've accomplished something. And there's definitely a time and a place for that. You definitely need to be easy on yourself. You need to be able to have rest days. And there's definitely something to be said for not doing something. I don't work out on weekends. Mm -hmm. So my Saturdays and my Sundays are mine and I take them and I don't usually work out on those days and I don't feel bad about it. But I can fall into the trap of feeling really bad about myself if I haven't done a workout. But I can also fall into the trap of feeling really good about myself if I have. Mm. 
I see. Yeah. Okay. So having an overinflated sort of picture of of who you are and wow, aren't I awesome? And and I guess it can get very judgmental, kind of if like one of your friends or family members is you know not as committed to the cult of F forty five or or whatever as you are, and it's like, oh, what's the matter with you? You know, <laughs> it's definitely something that is a a personal journey. Um, so my husband actually attends with me, and we both love it. But we have both definitely had a different approach to when we're going to go. And sometimes it's like, I'm just not in the mood to go tonight. I'm not feeling up to it. And so one of us won't go and the other will still. And neither of us feel particularly bad about that decision because for that person, it was the right decision to stay home or for the other person, it was the right decision to go. So, yeah, it was just, it's good to have the opportunity to be moving your body again. Mm-hmm. which is good yeah but uh, i mean you, you you say in your article that if you uh, uh as you say you, you were in that period of trying to run for example and it just wasn't working for you and and every time you fail you f- you start to resent it you start to feel bitter about it and it really sort of reading it really made it clear to me that wow it is really important to find you know the right sort of exercise regime for you have have you thought about how someone might go about figuring out the answer to that question you know what is the right exercise regime for me i don't actually know if there is a better way to figure it out than to give things a go because (laughs) (laughs) and i know that that's not an easy answer and that's not the answer you want to hear Mm -hmm. but As I mentioned in my article, the reason I was really like, yes, let's give running a go again is because I had a lecturer who just thrived whenever he ran. He Mm. was such a good runner and he loved it. It was just his happy place. He really enjoyed that sort of challenge. And seeing him, he was such a happy, such a vibrant, engaged person. And he spoke about running with such a love that I was like, oh, if he can do it, I can too. And so I tried to to run because I wanted to mimic the lifestyle that he had, (laughs) but the running didn't work for me. And so I could be sitting here talking about how fantastic F45 is. My lecturer could be sitting there talking about how wonderful running is. But if those particular workouts don't work or don't suit you and your lifestyle, then it's not really going to work. But how do you know if it doesn't suit you unless you give it a go? So, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I definitely recommend as time-consuming and painful as it would be, if you think you may enjoy something, see if you can do a free trial or sign up for a season if it's a team sport or mm-hmm. try and give something a go, even if you have to try multiple different things, but until you find the thing that works for you because otherwise you're going to need very big dedication to continue going and willpower <laughs> as opposed to yeah. an enthusiasm for it. Okay. I guess, I mean, there must be some things that you can do to, to sort of, you know, discount some particular options or, you know, just to think about your personality and your likes and your dislikes. I mean, I think for me, the idea of being in a class with a bunch of other people with an instructor telling me what to do and when to do it just would totally rub me up the wrong way. I hate being told what to do, particularly when it's something that I'm not sure I'm very good at. <laughs> so, so for me, like I've been, you know, I've been to gym at different times and I've always been much happier just by myself pottering around from one machine to the next, you know, choosing what machine I want to do, choosing which muscle group I want to focus on, taking a 
say I, I like to work and then rest and work and then rest and rest some more and then maybe work a little more <laughs> you know what I mean you, see, you get in the picture I'm lazy basically no not at all it's just yeah. the approach that worked for you yeah well that's right and, and that's what I'm saying you know I, I prefer a more leisurely sort of thing and I still feel a sense of accomplishment at the end of it I love being outdoors I'm not so good on I don't like running on the road but I wouldn't don't mind running in the bush you know for example or on the sand you know on a natural kind of surface I tell you what, I didn't think I was a walker until this isolation period happened. <laughs> and then I've been an avid walker as well. So <laughs> I may not enjoy running, but I will enjoy a casual stroll. So there is that. <laughs> and like exercising, it doesn't have to be this huge, high intensity sweat fest either. Like going for a walk is still moving your body. It's still totally count <laughs> well i mean yeah it's it's certainly better than nothing but i mean i think the experts will say that you do need to get actually puffed and, and out of breath for what is it like 20 minutes a day you know, yeah 20 to 30 minutes a day is sort of where they is the aim <laughs> yeah you sort of got to get that heart rate up one you know one way or the other but i don't think scary movies count unfortunately <laughs> no so, but yeah, yeah it's, it is interesting to look at your experience because my experience was I wasn't personally motivated and I mm -hmm. needed that external help to yeah. outline, Ashley, this is what you need to do and this is when you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Whereas in for you, you found that restrictive and you liked the freedom to be like, this is what I'm choosing to do and this is when I'm doing it. And That's there's right. definitely something to be said about those two different approaches. Oh, yeah, and yeah finding which works for you. So. Yeah, I, th I think you really need to think about your personality. I mean, if you're a competitive type of person, for example, then, um, you know, and you're really motivated, you know, by competition, then probably team sports are a good idea. But, I mean, I've done a little bit of that, like, you know, touch footy and stuff. You do a lot of running in touch footy, but you don't even realise you're running. Like, the fact that you're puffed and out of breath, you're like, oh, this is just annoying. I've got to work. I've got to get to that ball, you know, and you're completely distracted by the game and you forget yeah. that you're exercising. And I think that like, there are other people, probably men in particular, who are very technical, you know, really technical kind of people. And for them, I can imagine that some sort of sport that, say, cycling, for example, you know, where it's all about, you know, what size are your tires and what um, ratio are, you, are your, you know, your cranks and blah, 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 you know, all the, all this sort of, it's all about the gear and it's all about the technical specifications. And, you know, some people are totally into that. So I can mm -hmm. understand how they would, you know, enjoy a sport like that and get a lot out of it. And again, be so focused on the mechanics and the, technicalities of what they're doing that they don't actually realize that you know that they're exercising or they get very technical about you know the heart rate monitor and you know measuring everything and then trying to beat their you know it's you know what i mean very measuring yeah. scientific sort of approach I guess and then in like, that way they have measurable goals like i'm going to beat the time that i did last time or i'm going to i don't know whatever their measurable goals are. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I can see you're, you're not relating much to that either. I'm, I'm certainly no, not, but, not but I know there are people out there who, who are totally like that. So, yeah, you've got to think about your personality. Also, I guess you'd have to think about your, the opportunity. You know, there's no point in, in saying, oh, yeah, I'd really like to, you know, join a basketball team if you live in a sheep farm, you know, f you know, four hours inland from Perth sort of thing. 
you know, obviously... Where, whereas the basketball team, are you starting it from scratch? Like? Exactly. It's probably yeah. not going to work out there. So you've got to think about what's realistic and what's possible as to, you know, your lifestyle, where you live, what, what resources are around. And sometimes it is, you know, just a park, just a, a river bank, just a, the beach, you know, or, or whatever, or just your own backyard or your own lounge room. There's got to be some space, you know, that you can you know you can get fit or even just build it into your lifestyle i mean you know can you cycle to work instead of you know catching the bus i used to be able to do that a lot i now can't too far from work now but yeah cycling used to improve your long distance riding am i right yeah no it's no but it's really fascinating i think it's definitely worth thinking about yeah just to try to yeah, just have a bit of a process of elimination there and just think what is going to work for you, what isn't going to work for you. And like you say, try some stuff, you know, and even push yourself a little bit and try some stuff that maybe you didn't think was suitable because you might be pleasantly surprised. Well, I was actually terrified of the idea of signing up to F45. The only reason I did it was my husband was actually pushing for something new and we live directly opposite one and he said why don't we just give it a free trial right so it was that opportunity it was right there it was the opportunity and yeah again as you said what is around you what is possible that was around Mm. us that was possible and i was again so scared of what is perceived as like the intensity of it all like everyone's getting in there they're all working so hard (laughs) i was like oh this is a bit much was super nervous about going but after my first class i was like ooh oh, this is really working for me. And towards the end of the free trial, which was only a week, my husband was like, okay, so did you want to try somewhere else or was that working for you? And I was like, no, we're signing up to F45. That's happening now. <laughs> so, again, it was something that I I actually didn't identify or earmark as something that would work for me. But because I gave it a go, I realized, oh, yeah, this does actually work for me. And I found my niche. Yeah. Wow, no, that's fantastic. Hey, and I really appreciate, Ashley, that you've, um, you've written this article for us and that you've, you've shared your story with us on, on Science Radio this week too. Thanks so much. Not a worry at all. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Today's episode was based on an article appearing in this month's Science of the Times magazine. A subscription is just $26 for 11 issues a year. To find out more, visit signsofthetimes.org.au. Signs of the Times has been published in Australia since 1886 and is proudly produced by Adventist Media.